mention no one. No, tell him mention no one. Mention himself. Right. Gains. I don't know if the laptop's. We just always could check it once it's done. Can't we? Hi and welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome in everyone, even though it's uh, just me and you having a chat. Well, yeah, no one else might not be listening, but that's not the point. That's not the point of this podcast or this chit chat. I was going to say before you get going, you might want to close WoW and everything, having it open in the background. That's part of the art of it. It's part of the fun. Okay, man. Okay. Um, introductions, I guess. Oh, yeah, I guess so. What's your bloody name? My bloody name, mate. Fucking normal name. Is... I'm Jacob Jenner, and obviously on the right we have... Oh, actually, on the left. left. They can't <laughs> see it, mate. They can't see it. Lucky the video's not on. Oh, fucking yeah, so, video. Um, Grant, Grant Fosbury, yeah. And um, me and Jacob have been friends since since school days, since he's a little uh, nipper. He still is a nipper. Yeah, you can't lose that childhood. Exactly. And um, yeah, went to university together, sort of lived together. And yeah, been been close ever since. Um, sounds a bit like a love story now. Yeah, it's, but like, it's like we've been mates all that time and we have that authentic kind of connection. And just We always listen to ourselves and we're just chatting and giving a conversation. We think, fucking hell, sometimes you just record or just chit-chat. See how it goes. See how so it we goes. thought, fuck it, today, what day is it today? Fucking 14th of July, 2021, on the car on the way home from my shitty tattoo consultation we decided let's fucking do it let's fucking make a podcast you don't care what happens to it or if it goes anywhere we can just always just look back on ourselves and it? it's a bit of fun so yeah pull yourself up a chair and a cup of tea we both got one here and uh let's see what happens mm. here we go so far we are how many seconds in <laughs> We're just staring at the screen. Two, two, fifty-seven seconds. Sound engineers looking, trying to read. That's fifty-nine bars. It's still seconds, bruv Look, that's not. <laughs> okay, forget that. Don't worry about how many seconds higher. we're in. Okay, so yeah, it's uh, the the podcast. We're calling it Mandate Mondays. We um, growing up in the adult world, we sort of made a day where all of us as friends get together, hang out. And just basically have these sort of discussions. Um, mandate is in mandatory, as in a mandate, and as in a mandate. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the basics of that, and that's that's what we're sort of going to go over in in this podcast. Yeah, the premise is going to be the same. So every Monday is going to be pretty much the. So you can join us pretty much. Join Monday. us for a new episode. Kick back, have a Corona, or maybe not Corona. Maybe. It's... Oh yeah, maybe poor timing. Yeah, poor timing. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Firstly. Euros, I think well done to England. We got very far, done very well. It's quite funny because uh, Jacob was very stubborn not to watch it up to the last two games where he slightly got involved, but he sort of had a, a bet on with himself. Yeah, been a bit sheepy. Well, opposite to sheepy. I just thought, I don't watch football anyway, so what's the point? But they drew me into it in the last two games. I got behind it in the end for the loss. I sort of think to myself, if you didn't watch it at all, Maybe that would have been our sort of good luck charm, but well, we come into it and. Um, I mean, you can't win everything in life. You think about it. We got to the final. We got next year the World Cup. So you got to think of the positives. Like each tournament, we're getting closer and closer. Our penalties are not very good at anyway. True. True. Uh, it's, it's a learning curve. Yeah, yeah, and I think we've got a very good young team at the minute. So hopefully the World Cup, we we do a bit better. I mean, it's coming at a strange time though. I think it's um. Well, the first winter one that I remember doing, so we see how we play what, in the cold. What do you mean winter what? Well, they're doing the World Cup in winter. Oh, yeah, but that's because, is that because it was 2020 Euro and it's delayed a year. Yeah, well, no, I think it's the where they're hosting the World Cup. Oh, it's I remember talking about the flight. It's so hot the that they're doing yeah. it in winter, so that would be interesting. Yeah, but how hot is it there in winter? 
Are this they... is where we need someone in the like... studio. <laughs> so uh, can you fact check that, please? <laughs> can you get that up on screen for me? <laughs> can you pull that up? Um, yeah, unfortunately, we haven't got that. So if anyone is listening, um, then yeah, pull that up for us. Yeah, pull that up for us. <laughs> <laughs> you can Google that yourselves. So you can feel part of it. Yeah, get involved. Get involved. Uh, yeah, I don't know what temperature's like out there. I'm not, let me know the country terms. Yeah. Uh... One of the interesting things is we thought we'd put this to record and we'd run out of things to say or talk about. And then at the end of the day, this is just a, a general chit-chat yeah, it podcast. It just seems better, so, weird when you press the record button compared to just normal chit-chat. When your mind does go blank. Yeah, it does. Completely blank. Even though it is just supposed to be chit-chat yeah. like we normally do with a camera on. Not camera on, record on. Never got full retarded. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, uh, but yeah, God. so... Oh, well, we're a lot of different subjects on this. Obviously, regarding Mangate Monday, it's just Monday, it's just everything. Yeah, mate. Cheers, mate. <laughs> we'll put that in the bloopers, don't we? <laughs> no, keep it in there. It's fine. Keep it. Authenticity. Authentic. <laughs> almost cut it and come back in. No, no, keep going. Keep flowing. Let's talk, um, let's talk, I don't know, gym, health and fitness, what you've been doing. So... I've been training probably five years um, since the age of 23. Uh, got quite into it from Jacob. He sort of got into it, you know, six months, maybe a year before me. Um, come from different backgrounds with it. He's always been fairly on the, the sort of skinny, lean side, bulking up, and I've been the, the opposite. So it's kind of the yin and yang, right? It does work together when we train together. Yeah, well. I mean, if we combined our bodies. Um, then um, I think we'd have the godlike physique, the, com- the complete package. Yeah, yeah, the ultimate one. You know, you can't have that in life. We've got to split us in two. Yeah. So, what's going on with your training? What are you doing? Well, my training. Talk to me. Well, camp was initially obviously when you obviously back out of COVID, a lot of people can say they had time off the fucking gym, didn't they? They're doing four times a week at the moment. They start out of three. It's just getting that bug back, which I think everyone needs to to realise. You can't force that bug, the gym bug. You need to just. Go to enjoy it. Doesn't matter if you're not training how you like to train or if you're not doing it properly. Just it's all about enjoyment at the beginning. You can't be so hard on yourself, and I think that's what people struggle with. So I started back again on three days just to enjoy it, and then I've started getting that bug where I'm not looking forward to going to the gym. If I miss a session, I'm getting a little annoyed at myself. Not to the point where it's getting a bit. No. I th- I think yeah, this it touched on a good point about not being too strict when you start back up. I mean, a lot of people that do try and start back up, I was one of them tries going for the nutrition straight away, the cardio straight away, as well as the actual training straight away. And you just need to get that love back and just ease yourself exactly. back into it. Don't and, worry about um, the food, don't worry about nothing. Just If it's, you're going to train, you, obviously it starts in the kitchen as well, but you've got to think about you, it's your training. If you, it depends on what your goal is as well. Just focus on training it's to begin with, the enjoying part of it. doesn't matter if you're going for three sets, doesn't matter how strong you're doing it. Just once you start enjoying it, just process, isn't it? Enjoy the journey every day as it comes. Yeah. That's what I've been doing anyway. Started doing free again, like you know, a bit of more push pull, and then uh, started training up again with Grant. Decided to go back up to four, and that bugs come back where I've d- literally stuck to it. I'm like, I'm not going to track the foods too much. I'm not going to get over obsessive. Yeah, just enjoy it. That's what it should be. You should enjoy it at the end of the day. You shouldn't be doing it enforcing it just to, you know, just social media. You should be doing it for yourself, bettering yourself. No, very true. I mean. The whole workout that we're doing is probably going to change because I've been a bit of a uh, idiot, 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 or a legend. Results to be seen because I've just paid a silly amount of money out to to a PT. 
Um, and I mean, in the five years training, PTs is something I've never really, never really utilised at all. Never needed to, you know, calories in, calories out, move more, eat less, and and just hit the weights. But I've got to the point in my training life where I feel like you, I'm I'm sort of hitting a brick wall. So I thought, you know, let's let's see what they've got to offer. With that said, straight after COVID, I think we're looking late last year. I did try a personal trainer then, just for the four weeks, and it, I, I did not enjoy that experience. Um, I think personal why, trainers. Why was that? Why didn't I enjoy yeah, it? Why didn't you? I feel like personal trainers. Well, the the cues in the name. It's fucking. It's personal. It's meant to be personal. Oh yeah, bespoke. Yeah. I I feel like what I was getting was. A generic workout sent to every other client and a, a generic meal plan and the way I'm set up obviously I'm if it fits your macros my fitness pal and and tracking calories so now if I'm my own personal trainer I'm not gonna then give that person a meal plan I'm gonna give them macros yeah these are your macros and then adjust them and see how they take to the adjustments and constantly like that I'm not gonna suddenly change them over to a real strict diet you know i'm going to watch what they track if they're eating too much of certain foods or not getting the nutrition or micros then we'll talk about that but i don't think it's right that if someone is already calorie counting to make a drastic change over to a fixed meal plan mm. especially when that person's already had success before yeah, calorie do, counting do you think that could be relative to the fact that a lot of people get a personal trainer because they're like new new lifters compared to like getting a personal trainer whereas you know what you're doing and that every day is a learning day you just kind of want someone for that i don't know motivational side of things as well i wasn't talking to you love sorry yeah siri getting involved no 100 percent. you're right i mean I, i'm not going to slate this personal trainer for a new lifter he would have been great or for someone that likes a strict regime like that do you think his one should have been more niche then to what he was after like for newcomers he should aim Potentially, or, or people that like having or being on a strict plan, oh. because that's what it is. Yeah, and yeah, I this... have no doubt that if I stuck to that strict plan, done everything by the book that way, then I would have got the results. Mm. But then, subjective, it, it, isn't it? In, in the same hands, if you eat, you know, don't go and do this, but if you eat just grass um, and nothing else for the next four weeks, then you're going to lose weight. That's mm. not the point. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's different approaches and ways of doing it. And I just feel when you pay for a personal trainer, it should be a bespoke system for you, no, working for yeah. you. Um, now, I mean, this guy that I've paid at the minute, it was two days ago I paid, and he's it was sort of a 48-page questionnaire, and then they designed this bespoke nutrition plan, macros, and uh, training program around that. So I'm still actually waiting to get that back, so I can't really give any feedback at the minute. But I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully it's a good change. And um, like I said, it's hard to slate personal trainers or you know not do them if if you've never tried them i think you know the fitness industry think, is something i love you've got to do you think the injustice could be about that it seems like on instagram not to like disrespect or anything but everyone seems to be a personal trainer nowadays i do think that is one big thing a lot of people have jumped on the personal trainer bandwagon and and i think the the, the negativity i guess at being a personal trainer or, or surrounding that is Anyone that tracks calories enough and trains enough can get lean and can get a good physique. Now, that doesn't mean you can go out there and teach and preach that. Mm. And a lot of people do. But of course, like we just touched on, everyone's weight loss or weight gain, muscle gain journey is different and independent of the other. So just because that worked for you and you look amazing, 
that shouldn't be the right for you to get money off everyone to give them that same advice. Yeah, no, of course. I think it takes more than that. And I, I do think the scene is oversaturated with, with people that have got abs that think they can personal train. And, yeah, and, well, yeah it's know, like sex sales, isn't it? In a sense. But then on the same hands, uh, I mean, you guys, if anyone's listening again, <laughs> have probably seen it all yourself before that you get personal trainers that are, are very far overweight or, you know, not in the ideal shape that you'd look at and want. And the way I see it, you're selling your craft and you are the example of yourself on the shelf. So surely you'd want to be in as best shape as you can to attract customs. I mean, that's just me. But so, yeah, I guess I've been kind of anti-personal trainers until recently. And my experience before Christmas sort of tipped me over the edge with it. Mm. But with that, I'm giving it another chance. Like I said, I've invested a fair bit in this one. We'll see how it goes. Well, yeah, I, mean, I guess it's with everything nowadays, though, because everything is so much of everything and there's so much to choose from as well it's just about doing your research your goals and stuff but yeah and obviously with this instagram and social media sex sells people like to put their abs up and oh buy my program you can get abs like me yeah which obviously it works people buy that thing because obviously they're buying to me of all the that's going down a different rabbit hole isn't it because you can be going on to like how people edit all that stuff on the for, to sell their stuff and obviously then you're going to go down the room of like fake natties as well if you're buying their program thinking oh look like that but and there's a lot more of them out there than uh, than yeah. what, well than what we tell is, us. It's, it's a know. hard thing to get past because I don't know how to, they can even come to. Because a lot of people are being fake about it and trying to sell their thing, which is nothing wrong if they're on it. If that's that's their job, that's their career. But maybe some things need to be told. It's maybe the the industry's been a bit quiet with things. But I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think the main reason that I was leaning towards a coach, I mean, this time and just before Christmas, is of course uh, the accountability. Big, the, well, yeah, but the the big C has come along and and knocked sort of what I feel any progress I made completely out the window. So, but we're all in the same boat with it, and I wanted to get out of it as quickly as uh, I, I could. But it's like a tool in a toolbox, and isn't it? Any way that you can get that motivation, that accountability, you know, like accountability, you said, or determination, anything that could just respark that that flame. Yeah, and there, there is an, another thing that you get when you have a personal trainer, I guess, even if they are the, the world's shittest personal trainer, is if you know you're paying money somewhere, you've got a financial investment in that now. Yes, yeah. So because of that financial investment, you're not going to go out and eat pizza. You're not going to go out and eat buffalo wings or drinking every night of the weekend because you've just paid X amount of money to have some guy critique you and, and, and tell you what to do, you're, you're going to be sort of breaking a promise to yourself by doing that. Yeah. You know, putting that financial interest into it. So there's there's that benefit. They definitely, they definitely can, I reckon a lot of people aid from that. That will help them because a lot of people, you know, it's easy just to walk in the fridge, oh, that'll finally eat that and have no, recom- recom- I what the word is. Repercussions. repercussions, you know, repercussions from it, and they just eat it and then think, oh, I won't. And it could backtrack and does a thing like I've done it before. I think everyone's done it where they eat saying and feel like they shouldn't have done it or they didn't eat soon enough, and they think, oh, fuck it, I might not be able to train today now. Then I fucked it all up. But mm. it's like, what is it? Eighty percent is an A. So yeah, a lot of people are being a bit too hard on themselves, and I think it just withdraws back to the beginning. You just got to enjoy it. If you're it's, not enjoying it, then don't fucking do it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's got to be the passion for it. Training, and yeah. I, I think that's one of the reasons. And do it for yourself as well. A lot of people are doing it for like. Insta and shit. Yeah, yeah. Although we did go down the rabbit hole the other week of you said something similar when we was chit chatting and you know do it for yourself, and I raised the question, which is a good point. Oh yeah. If you was the last man on earth, yeah, would you still train? You know, if there was no one else out there, would you still be worried about that, or would you just be going round to I don't know the White House and 
doing what you want, driving a golf caddy through yeah, the White I, House. I do think that example, is a very you know? good point because where does it get to the point where subconsciously you're just thinking, I'm doing it for my health and stuff like that, but then obviously subconsciously there must be a part in you where you are thinking like, you know, for others. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because... Like, even everyone does it, then they? At the gym, you've got to be able to pump and you walk in, you don't like walk around the gym like look at me kind of thing, but you walk around the gym and you feel yeah. like, happy about yourself. Like, if they do look, you're going to be proud of yourself in a sense. Precisely. And I, I, I think if we, you know, if, if you're the last man on earth and you're doing it for the scenario that health, there's a lot better things you could do than resistance training for it. I yeah, mean, yeah, for yeah, example, definitely. I think if, if I happen to you know, be the last man of, on earth. I think I'd just default to walking a lot mm. because walking, that's what, that's what humans yeah. are made to do. But you'd still be then back yeah. down to survival and shit like that. So yeah, there would be some element of not necessarily training, but food-wise would be off maybe a bit fast after a while. So there'd still be some kind of accountability that you have to do with yourself. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, I don't know. There's a weird one, isn't it? And it depends as well, I guess, with what if you are the last man on earth, why? There is the who and why, but like I said, it's a, a bit of a rabbit hole. That is a rabbit, yeah, you are right there. Yeah. 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 I mean, the way this uh, COVID was going at one point, I thought that could be a very real scenario. Not, but uh, yeah. hopefully we've uh, we've turned a corner on that now, so... Well, I guess time will tell. But yeah, I don't I don't think they could they could turn that back around either because the amount of people that have been vaccinated and all this, and they say, oh, we're going lockdown again, then I just don't know how... No, well, but I guess we said that last time, aren't there no way we'd do a second lockdown or a third lockdown, but they did. Yeah. We're here still now, so... Yeah, it's it's a tough one, and um, I can't really analyse it much more than that. I mean, we're not scientists; we just sort of say what we see with it. And you know, it's in our friendship group. I think we spoke about before. We've got some people on the fence that you know, anti-vaccine, each to their own for their personal reasons, and other people in in you know wearing the other hat that they want it done for their own reasons. And and neither way, I think, is wrong or right we shouldn't be in the scenario where we have to even make this choice well, out yeah, there, yes, and we do. So it's happened so, so quickly. So yeah. These decisions aren't like we're going to be able to think about and these are just decisions you have to think about there and then and deal with. Mm. Yeah, it's so, yeah. Weird time we're living in. Weird world. Very weird time. And as part of that weird time, I have done a shit ton of podcast listening, reading a few books, um, Netflix, I've watched so much shit. And um, finally, games. I've heavily been playing a lot of games. Um, a lot of old games, should we say? World of Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> Got you back into it as well. Yeah. Dwarf Hunter. So, yeah, gaming's... Uh, I think it's been a big part of everyone's sort of mental health and getting through. I mean, you can't... When we was at the peak of this, you couldn't really go outside or do anything. Yeah, I think game sales went up loads. Yeah, I mean, people... You couldn't get an Xbox for, for love or money. And, you know, everyone was just getting online on COD or Warzone or, or you know, whatever your poison was. And, and it's almost like you're there with friends. So I think gaming was a, a real good saviour. Oh, 100%. Um, and plus, it's always been a, a Look, massive part of yeah, that our Yeah, that level anyway. of entertainment has definitely changed, though, hasn't it? Considering how it used to be and seen yeah. in the eye of society. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But uh, yeah, I completely agree. Gaming wise, because it just takes you, it takes your mind out of where you are. Not to say that it can always make you happy, but you can definitely take your mind off. And you can get invested in something which people need. They need that distraction. And if like, if your brain hasn't got anything to like, you know, keep it occupied, you are gonna just go down that that rabbit hole. Yeah, and I think I think again, gaming is probably whilst it's it's very good. I mean, everything's good in moderation. And right now, or as of recent, I've sort of been taking it quite extreme with it so i think the podcast is uh kind of being born of 
looking for a new hobby or an additional way for personal growth. We think, you know, personal growth is, is very important and I've got so many different hobbies that I put little bits of time yeah. into. And I think that's that's great for developing yourself as a human. Yes, and they say some way the best way to learn yourself is to try and teach at the same time. So if we can yeah. try and obviously, if we're talking about how we're feeling and thoughts and the way everything's going, we're kind of airing out of out what we're actually thinking and the way we are actually at the moment. And when we word it and say it out loud, it changes perspective. Yeah, it does. And and just having a chit chat, you know, with your your best mate or something, you can learn so much about mm. not just them but yourself. And well, it's... the amount of conversations that we do have like this and everything like that, and they do just. You do take a lot out of them, so why not share it? Yeah, yeah. And even now, if no one listens, we can at least always check it out ourselves. Well, you can, uh, 20 years' time, look back at it whilst we're uh, in our Tesla spaceship on auto drive, jumping into hyperspace. Yeah, or I could be yeah. visiting your grave, who knows? Yeah, well, <laughs> there is that. <laughs> I thought episode one, we weren't going down any dark doors. <laughs> well, you've got to go again, you know, tuck in a little bit. Leave no stone left untouched, eh? You've got to make them one more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this was Grant and that's my last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe that'd be annoying if next week it's just me. Yeah. And we're planning his funeral really. Yeah. Oh wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna drive for a week, man. <laughs> oh, oh is that how you wanna go? Is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. well, that's a good point. I don't know how I'd want to go. I mean, I think I guess drowning's quite Yeah, I was thinking I'd just walk, go to the beach and just walk. I mean if it was drowning or fire I, I think I'd take Drowning. Yeah, fuck fire, fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was like, that's a horrible death. You can feel your skin burning. Yeah. I think your skin burns before it kills you. Mm. Well, what would your fear be in terms of that? What's your sort of biggest fears around? Well, being burnt to death. Well, no, not being burnt to death, but, you know, what general big fears do you have or any fears you have? Dying in general. <laughs> it's like seeing that darkness, isn't it, when you die? <laughs> oh, God. I think uh, that's, that's quite a lot of people's... Uh, it's that not even just the nest not even dying itself it's not the act of dying or how i die or whatever blah 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 it's just the initial act of it itself like after death don't don't you think you've been a nice bit of peace and quiet though just get away from that yeah, but if i was aware of it <laughs> if i was conscious of it, oh this is fucking but you won't need to just be peace and quiet you're getting away from the mundane monday <laughs> hey I think I'd rather take a mundane Monday than have nothing. Oh, well, at least at least we know your uh, Jacob's well-being's in a good place. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather deal through shit yeah. than be dead. Yeah. I'm actually uh, Jacob's therapist as well, so oh, I'm yeah, just okay. trying to... <laughs> 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 this is why we're recording it, really. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're actually sending this on to be uh, clinically investigated afterwards. <laughs> I know so. <laughs> Any analysis that way? Yeah. So, um... How's the electric scooter going? Oh, right, yeah, cool, mate. Yeah, I've used it loads. Driven, like, <laughs> across country, went to, got a train, and then we uh, backpacked, and I ain't used it much at all. <laughs> uh, that's just a side note. If anyone wants to buy an electric scooter, <laughs> hit us up. <laughs> I need it, like, twice. It's good, though. Mm. It's, it's too we, need, we need the money to uh, to fund this website, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start videoing it. We could be naked right now, and you're just listening to us chat about breeze. I mean, we're we're not naked. Don't take that for face value. We're actually uh, sweating our sort of balls Sex off in, um... in in a garage, yeah, <laughs> in in Jacob's uh, garage. So who knows? In five years' time, if it takes off, then um, we could be in uh, Bond, could Bondi it. Beach. But check it in five years' time. We're doing exactly the same thing. Oh, it could be. Yeah. Who cares? Except maybe you'd grow a full beard. By yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we do have a seagull in the garage. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I'm getting a bit thirsty as well, actually. Yeah, chilli bottle. Yeah, I need a refill. Great investment. 
I bet. Are you, are you glad I uh, told you about? You know, oh, one no. thing I think we've messed up on this podcast. We've had a great chat, and if we had to rehearse this and do it again, I probably wouldn't do it so well. And I mean, when we listen back, hopefully we'll like it as much as yeah. what I feel like it's been. But one well, thing we... I'm a bit worried about. Wait, is we didn't even sound check that we can both be heard. Oh yeah. The recording. only thing that I did think is obviously when it's recording, you can see this bar, and the bar is going quite high as well as the waveform. The waveform isn't necessarily that that quiet. But you are right there. We could have some issues. Because, <laughs> yeah, look, look at peak bit there. That must have been you laughing or something. Yeah. Well, we can check it out at the end of the <laughs> You're spilling your tea. Right, yeah, yeah, you always learn from your mistakes. Yeah. I mean, should we uh, should we just give it a, a, a pause interim? I mean, just for you to fill up your water. Well, yeah, I guess we can check the sound as well. And this is obviously just the first one. So it's not like we're going to be always directing straight talking here. We could be talking to each other and whatnot, but yeah. I'm getting thirsty. Let's, let's give pause it a there pause. there for a sec? Yep. Yeah. And we'll be right back after this commercial Take ad. loose 15. <laughs> if you don't chew Big Red, then fuck you. <laughs> well, I don't know if your Big Red was uh, nice and enjoyable, but we checked the sound. It's lovely, actually. Yeah, to, to be fair, sound quality was uh, was perfect. And, and to be honest, we took so long to come back and record the second bit. I mean, it is still the same day. We're not completely having you on. It's still authentic. But we did take a good sort of hour because uh, we got stuck listening to uh, our own podcast. And <laughs> I don't think we want to sound pretentious, but um, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I was, I was quite surprised, to be honest. It turned out... Um, I thought it was going to be out of wank, but yeah. <laughs> it was all right. What was we... that term? It was brass. <laughs> <laughs> How wonderfully brassy. How wonderfully brassy it was. <laughs> Fantastic. Fan dozy. Yes. So. But yeah, we've got a refresh of the old drink. Checked it out. It sounds all good. So yeah, back to it. Here we go. Yeah, chilli bottles are full up. We've got the ice cold water. All refreshed. Ready to go. Beverages. Um, yeah, let's go for uh, thinking back. Everything you've done in your life or haven't done. Any advice? You would uh, give a young Jacob. I mean, you're not old. Or... I'll just. But... Uh, yeah, I think my whole thing, really, to be honest, nowadays is just to stop being so hard on yourself and uh, enjoy the journey. And I, I tell myself that a lot, and obviously it might sound a bit corny and that, but even just driving somewhere that you've never been before and you're worrying about like traffic or you're worrying about if there's a parking spot and you're just thinking of things that are just. I just like gonna create some fog in your brain that's just not gonna help in any situation. Just... I mean, traffic's a bitch though. <laughs> traffic is a bitch. <laughs> traffic's a bitch. But yeah, I just tell myself now. I even tell myself now because everyone's still gonna worry about things, and I still worry about now. For example, is there gonna be a car park spot? Obviously, it's a loose, relative term. But yeah, it's just about just thinking, just thinking it in the moment, living in the moment, and just worry about when you get there. So like, if it's a pop, I worry about it again. And most of the time, when I do that, I say that to myself, when I get there, there's always a spot. So I'll just tell myself, just to, you know, step back a little bit, just think of the bigger picture, and just enjoy every day, and stop putting so much pressure on yourself. And I think that's what made me really shy when I was younger as well. Yeah. Which, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned since getting older is more being confident and just not not being necessarily caring in an arrogant way, but just not care, not not giving a fuck. Like if someone doesn't agree with what you've got to say, you're entitled to your opinion and your beliefs and morals of yourself. Like someone can't control and control your life. <clears throat> I think it's um. The Mark Manson book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Yeah, brilliant yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. And and the principle of that book is we've all only got so many fucks to give in life. As grim as that sounds, you know, you give a fuck to everything and your life's going to be very, very, you know, stressful. And then very quick, you've got to choose what to care about and give a fuck about. Literally, because um, I do a lot. I, do, I still sometimes do now, but obviously you've got to talk to yourself in a way. 
talk to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, just obviously, just in, in, your, in your own own mind space and things like that, you just got to say, why am I caring so much? Stop overthinking. I used to overthink everything. And sometimes that can ruin opportunities. Not necessarily I've got regrets because I'm like butterfly effect. I believe that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I think I'd be most pleased. I wouldn't want to tell myself too much either because, again, life's about experiences and going through that journey and learning from things because there's only so many advice you give to people like leading the horse to water, can't force it to drink. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, that's that would probably. I mean, yeah, I think you got the hit the hit the nail on the head, so to speak, with the, uh, you know, if I if I could tell myself anything as as a younger me, it would be, worry less. Don't don't worry about everything because, yeah, like they say, it. when 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 you worry, you're just hurting yourself twice for something that's that's coming to happen. And and also, we can't tell ourselves enough how much we need to live in the moment. And we're all sort of um, guilty of this, of, you know, can't wait for Christmas or can't wait for summer yes, or yes. all that holiday. But really, you just need to grab it by the horns and enjoy every day. Make the most of every day and, you know, stop being a, a guy that's waiting for the lottery. That's yeah, I was, about to, come that's from. What I was literally about to say, like the lottery concept. <laughs> it's like everyone does that with like natural things like, I don't know, oh, I'm going to gonna paint the walls, walls, walls next week. Why next week? Start tomorrow. Like, oh, if I get this new job, I'm going to do this. Or if this happens, then I'm going to do that. Why do you always need an excuse for something to happen? Why do you need to win the lottery to, to do these certain things? Just, just get shit done. Just, yeah. Just, just get stop shit overthinking done. and worrying about everything. Yeah, and at the end of the day, what is the worst that can happen? You really need to ask yourself. Yeah, and or even you know? when you say, and you say to yourself in the head, what's the worst going to Am I going to die? Like, no. Yeah. And if you do, like we said earlier, you'll get peace and quiet. Hey ho. Hey ho. And some DMT. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's it. You never know. Mm. That's that's another concept to stop being like feeling anxious about death and stuff like that. Is they say that DMT releases when you die in your brain, and there's studies to show that people that have done DMT that they've uh, ex- like experienced three months of a different life whilst it's only been a trip for a minute. So if you put that in the same concepts of your brain releasing natural DMT, you could be chatting out bollocks right now, but it's just a theory. That then, then if they've experienced a premature life by taking synthetic or like naturally grown DMT, what's not to say that when your brain releases it, you don't just live in that split second of your death, you've lived a hundred years of a separate life in your own brain. Just a weird concept that helps you get through life. And it's also just mind fucked me, so <laughs> two birds and one stone with that one, man. <laughs> well, yeah, they even say that, what is it, I might be really wrong on this one, but there's a lot of acid in your spine, it releases when you die as well. Oh, wow. So you could just go on some fucked up trip when you die. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, uh, I'm thinking of one friend in particular of ours that would fucking love that. Okay. <laughs> I think I can think of the same thing. Well, i got a question for you. Go on. Go Going on. through life then, what do you think happened, or not even necessarily happened, maybe a thought process or something that changed the way you developed your thought process and became the person that you are? Because obviously I can remember you being a very different person at one point in life compared to now. Mm. Not, not necessarily to say fitness-wise or anything like that. It could just be like... Your way of morals, your thought process, the uh, the way you carry yourself, like your the way you, your things you agree and disagree with. Yeah, I I think it. To be honest, it it boils down to, I think hardships and and having a lot of hardships and overcoming them. I mean, each one you get sort of more confident, and I'm still not the most confident person. It depends what the scenario is, but. Like even so for my job on hardships, you just say like experiences of life experiences. Yeah, like life experiences, and and you sort of come to the realization that for for a lot of the population, nothing's going to be handed to you on a silver platter. 
So you you need to go out and get that. And, you know, I can, to the point now with confidence, I could be in a boardroom at work with 100 people or presenting something. And I wouldn't really worry about that too much. Where Whereas the old me would have been very concerned and, and not wanting to do that. But I think, I think this all comes down to maturity. You sort of develop that as yeah. you get older yeah, yeah. and your views and your morals and everything sort of into line um, for most people anyway, you know, not speaking for everyone. Um, but I think you it got to the point where you just have to go out and get after it, you know, and that's the point where I sort of look myself in the mirror and it's, it's time to man up. Yeah. Stop blaming other people for my shit. Get out there yeah, and that's, get that's it, good. you know? Yeah, yeah. Life's a bitch. Um, you just got to ride the wave. And as they say, just uh, go with the flow, quite literally. Don't swim against the sea. Go with it. Mm, yeah. you know? Enjoy the journey. Precisely, man. Precisely. Um, but yeah, the same The same question could be said exactly back to yourself. I mean, being friends so long, knew each other in school, and you touched on it briefly earlier, being very, very shy. But I think that's... Um, even that, that's a compliment to how shy you actually fucking was, man. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I think just you also touched upon that when you get older as well. Uh, when uh, Life experiences of what I've gone through. And then, yeah, when I see the concept of just not giving a fuck, you start bringing it out of yourself, like with jobs, experiences I have. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, some of the jobs that I've had, like you've needed to force confidence on, on you. Uh, to obviously perform the job where at first you might not be able to do it and over time you film it and I think I'll take that I'll take that for obviously for life that's things that I will never learn from again so but yeah 100% man yeah, 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 yeah I think and then you see like experiences or I'd say opportunities that I could have had if only if I was it's just not oh, so in myself and overthinking about everything mm. if I was just out about it just like you said as well just a lot not giving a fuck I think I could have been in a different place. Yeah. Not that I regret anything, because I don't believe in that shit, because I started to think that, and now I'm happy of how I am now compared to how I was. I'm proud of that. Yeah, and I think we, we touched on some good points there, but I think if you're feeling like that, or you know, you're feeling not too confident or shy, I mean, one of the worst things you can do, and I always used to do, would be to compare myself to other people. Yeah, yeah. Not just in a gym setting, but, you know, even in class, in school, comparing myself to someone that's maybe a lot smarter or someone that can play football a lot better yeah. than I could. Or even, even someone that's more outspoken and confident. Yeah. Um, and, and then comparisons, they're, they're, you know, unhealthy because we're each biologically set up differently. We've had different experiences and you just need to be your own person. And if you're comparing yourself to someone... In essence, that means you're, you know, you're you're playing a game with them in your head that you're going to be the only loser of. Yeah. You don't want to play that yeah. game. You just want to do what you feel you need to do. I do think do, the gym you know? doesn't help install. Well, not everyone because they do get like a bit of like body dysmorphia and shit like that. I don't want to talk obviously dwell too much on like gym side of things, but just like regarding that, it's more like if you start going into the comparing yourself to yourself, like, am I better than how I used to look like? Yeah. And I think that then does stem across the rest of your life. I mean, yeah, definitely, and the gym has, it's, it's given me a lot more pros than negatives, and that's not just talking in terms of fitness, body composition, you know, muscle gain, I'm talking in terms of... That's confidence too. Yeah, in, in, in terms of outlet for anger, the gym has been great. In terms of just getting peace, you go in there, you put your headphones in, you get away from every everything. 
And that confidence, it sort of installs in you as well because walking into a gym for a lot of people is a very nerve-wracking thing. Mm, mm. Once you do it a few times and you're all there for personal growth, you know, it, it becomes a good thing. It, it really makes you feel good and gets them endorphins going. So I think the gym has been a big part of that of that sort of development and installing that confidence. Yeah, oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, definitely adds to life experiences and stuff. Yeah, so tell us what happened today, man. What was this uh, malarkey you <laughs> done with the old uh, tattoo? Oh. <laughs> so it's all the way in fucking Loughton, which I thought was Luton. So Loughton, yes. which you told me was Luton. It looks like it could be pronounced the same way, to be honest. But mm. I could see where the confusion We're is still going. probably saying it wrong. Someone's going to come and tell us it's Loughton. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it is. Somewhere in over the bridge. Anyway, mm. so I've had this idea of a tattoo from a watchman. Uh, obviously, the song of the graphic novel and also the film. Fucking tune them words out. And um, obviously his things like never compromise and obviously the way he carries himself in the whole film. I don't know, I just love the character as well. And I've just wanted this, the idea I had from like before Watchmen, Rorschach, the number one comic, nerd alert, uh, <laughs> on the front cover is just a picture of him like and then in his face of his like ink block um, test thing with his mask. It's like silhouette of him as yeah, well. Yeah, silhouette it? of him, yeah. and I just thought that's quite a good idea of a tattoo, and it's like in himself, and I like, never compromise into certain things, and and then like, for the way I thought it could develop into something above, and then so I had this idea I've had for quite a while, and uh, so I never nothing's ever come materialised or anything and, like um, that. And out of everyone you could choose to do it, you chose someone an hour and ten minutes away, yeah, and he's yeah. a he's a realism artist. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> We drive all the way there, go for this appointment, and we go in, and then uh, he comes and invites me to sit down. So I get my phone out, I show him what he wants, and he's just like, I can't, I don't think this would be a good idea. And first I was like, well, fuck, this is what I want, I don't care if you think it's a good idea or not, this is this is the idea that I want. Anyway, I, my communication issues, um, basically, I, he, he basically says I need it to... I'm not sure I understand. Siri. <laughs> Oh, that's like... a communication issue yeah do one <laughs> so essentially I think we messed up going for a realism tattoo yeah, for something it had to be from photo he said had... so I'm trying to explain no I want this bit from this photo on this bit here I want it like obviously designed from scratch I thought that because the whole idea was he was going to draw it he or she whoever was going to see me they was going to draw it for me the ideas that I wanted but no and then he was going on the internet and then dragging it to photoshop and putting on his arm on like a picture of an arm Saying, is that what you want? And I was like, but yeah, but that there, that there. Oh, anyway, eventually I just stood up and I was just like, don't worry, I'm going to go back to the drawing board. So Back to the drawing board with it. I mean, I've got to say it was interesting the way they they sort of um, you scale yeah. and multiply the image yeah, yeah, onto yeah. your skin on Photoshop. That was quite impressive. And I think definitely for any ne next toes that I get, I'll sort of just take a photo of my own arm and do that and, yeah, yeah, and try them out, so essentially. You learning. know, that, okay. that, that was pretty good. Um, but like I said, I think with the realism sort of tattoo parlours, now I could be very wrong in saying this, but from our experience today, it would seem they can only do tattoos of exact portraits or, or photos. Yeah. I mean, whilst nothing's wrong with that, the ones they had there that they done were, were amazing. Oh, yeah, Like true-to-life tattoos on people. But they they couldn't help Jacob with his, his mission, and uh, it was quite a long drive. It was the journey. A bit deflated, but there was a positive in the whole thing. You're going to say about the wings, isn't you? No, I'm going to say them about wings. the wings. Them wings. Wing Woo! shack. Jeez. Wing shack. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, Amazing. That was incredible. I think I had, it was two for, two for two on Wednesday as well. So. Two I, for one. Two for one. Two for one on Wednesday. I don't know what I'm talking for. about. Yeah. 
Um, so I had 12 wings for 5.99 and um, we had six honey and sesame, which were amazing. And then barbecue and chipotle. And I think those are the, the best wings I've, I've tried to date. Um, so that could say two things about me. One, I haven't had many wings in my life. <laughs> or, or two, they were fucking amazing. But I'll let you guys uh, decipher that in your own time. <laughs> yeah, they were fucking good. I think they were better than Wingstop, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, been stuff, no, my only real comparisons are uh, KFC 99p hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> and they've had Nando's chicken wings. Oh, yeah, that's true. Those are a lot better than that, to be fair. Yeah. A lot better than that. And I had the chicken wrap. Chicken wrap. That was fucking amazing. Get into that, I was like, Geez. who goes to a wing shop and gets a wrap, eh? You know? Well, you're just getting fucking bare wings. You said, don't get wings because I'm getting wings. <laughs> um, I think we're, uh, we're just about through with our time. I think quote of the week. One from me. I mean, if you want to disagree and bring your own in, it's, uh, no, it's so take good. It take it away. So, if you love your job, you'll never work a day of your life again. This was apparently Mark Twain, but I've heard it from many different authors. I mean, I got it from James Smith, a sort of fitness guy that I follow. I've got his books. I just think it's a brilliant quote. And um, the job I'm in at the minute, I do quite like. I love. It don't really ever feel like work. I mean, obviously, sometimes it gets real stressful, but... I do completely agree with that quote. If you love what you're doing, it won't feel like work. And again, maybe that's part of the motive for this podcast being being made. Because uh, I can talk for England. Jacob can, can listen like a hound. And, um, <laughs> and if we love doing that, then um, let's make it our job, eh? Yeah, why not? <laughs> like, before we end it, hmm. if you was an animal, what would you be? An owl. An owl. Yeah. There we go then, lads. Yeah. Grant is an owl. Grant the owl. That's Only mandate Monday. I can twist my head 360. It's fucking cool. Fuck me, looks good. Fucking cool. Like exorcism. All right, take care, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip. Sad. <laughs> Toodles.